see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fine. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. And welcome to episode, uh, what number is this? I don't know. You knew last week because you told me. Um, 60, maybe this You're is 68. You're just making it up. No, maybe this is 68. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, it's, maybe it's, it's 80. <laughs> no, no, I think it's 68. Okay. Welcome to episode 68. Well, I'm surprised you're even using a real number instead of like a million and oh. something. Welcome to episode 68. This is uh, Barry. And Latoya, what's up, my people? Yeah, we're not actually in the stacks today. We're we're in the studio. Yes, we are. We should change like in the studio with, and then if we get fired, we can still do the show wherever. I think we should. Did we ever decide on like a cool name for our studio? No, I mean I, it says in the stacks studio. Well, it actually doesn't even say that. No, that's not my handwriting though. I didn't write that. Welcome to th- in the stacks. I think somebody somebody erased language. it at some point and then rewrote it because that's Maybe. not my writing on the board. Oh, okay. You know that's not mine. Look at the T's. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, welcome to Anna Stacks. Stack Studio. Yeah, Stack Studio. Stacked. Stacked We're studio. stacked. Yes. Uh, you're stacked every day. Yes, I there am. You go. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, this is a, a supposedly a library-related podcast. Loosely. Have, that's what it says on the sites. Yeah. Loosely related. Right. Yeah. We're loosely paid during the recording of it. That's it. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so uh, yesterday was our kickoff for a summer reading club. We'd been signing people up for a few weeks mm-hmm. before we kicked it off. But uh, And we have like almost 1,000 people. Is that right? They're signed up. When I looked last week, it was at 541. But um, in the paper yesterday, uh, Sarah was quoted saying it was like 900 and something. Okay, because, wow. yeah, when, when the reporter originally called me and said, oh, what's the number? I was in the car, and I was like, well... If I was in front of a computer, I could tell you, yeah. but maybe that is it, because, I mean, I honestly hadn't checked. I only mm-hmm. even look at the page when there's an issue, like, that yeah. is being passed I mean, on to the developer. if it is a thousand, that's great. That was, yeah, that's really great. It's, it could be a thousand. Yes. It could be four thousand. I mean, you could look it up on the computer that's sitting in but front of us. then they hear me all my clicking and stuff. So, anyway. But, um, oh, before cool. we get too much further... <laughs> You know, anything that we say that may uh, offend you, um, just tough. tough. You know, I mean, really, just grow a pair and get over it. (laughs) It's going to be one of those shows. Not everything we say is going to make you happy. Not everything you would say would make me happy. Because, yeah, most of what I say would not make anybody happy. Yeah. So, yeah. There was an Alley Fox sighting. Was there? Not on our our page. He posted on the the other page that I have for the other show that I'm on, Mm -hmm. um, wondering why we were like a day late. Posting our episode. Uh, but he oh, is still alive. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I assume he's listening to this. I yeah, because, I mean, he was our number one fan there for a while. Yeah, for a while there, he would, like, like post, like, you know, his reactions and reviews. Yeah. I guess that got to be too much effort. 
<laughs> I mean, much in the w- yeah. way that the show has become a bit of an effort. That's true. Now, we didn't even do a show last week. No. Because I, mean, I wasn't here on Thursday, and then I came back on Friday, and you're like, are we doing a show today? I'm like, is it Thursday? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> which, you know, I wanted to because Joel was here, and, you know, I yeah, wanted we have, to Yeah, we have a that. show we want to do with Joel, and not to offend anyone, uh, we were going to talk about, and we're going to, we're going to say, we're going to talk about whether or not, you know, we believe in dog. But backwards. Well, but we don't want to offend anybody. So we're going to talk about dogs. <laughs> because um, I think you don't believe in dogs. See, Joel does believe in dogs. Mm-hmm. And I think it's possible there are dogs, I but I haven't seen them. possible. I hate when you're like, oh, they, you but, know. But, you know, you, you say that. Exist. You say that you're on the fence about dogs, about mm-hmm. whether or not they exist. But then when you get into the nitty-gritty of a conversation with you, though, you're like, you know, there are no dogs. I don't know who's crapping on the sidewalk, but it isn't a damn dog. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, that's it. So I think I think I think you're saying there might be dogs no. just because you don't want to close the door completely. Because well, I mean, I think it's like I've said it before. As far as humanity, you want to believe in something. Yeah. That there is. But I think something... you believe in cats. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you guys have to tune in for that episode whenever, whenever it happens. actually happens. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because, I mean, Joel is a very intelligent, reasonable person. I guess. So I want to, you know, and we've talked about him before. <laughs> but I, I'd like to hear his responses on the dog issue. Yes. You know. Because, yeah, that, that consumed a lunch that we had. That's we true. We were very into that conversation, so. What, what's this thing in the back here? Oh, <laughs> oh, so you won't click to see if there's, as far as the stats, but you'll click just on a window. That's all right, all right. I'm checking stats. <laughs> So if you hear lots of movement and so forth, and Latoya is now more distant, it's because I've turned the the laptop towards me. Reason my laptop today because Latoya for some reason didn't want to bring hers in. I, I gave you the reason. Yeah, I I wasn't paying attention. Oh okay. Uh, let's see, helper monkey. Folks are listening to the show are like, what the hell's helper? Why is he saying helper monkey? Yeah. Uh, summer monkey. Uh, this is one thousand twenty-seven. Total. Okay, yep. click on stats, because I know there it should give a breakdown. We need some stats, stat. <laughs> yeah, we have 494 people signed up for the picture book level, which is like the teeny tiny folks, like uh, my son. Then 270 for the chapter books. Then 86 for young adults, and then 177 adults? I am shocked. That's great, though, um, because, <laughs> I mean, we know the completion rate is not... Extremely high in those two areas. No, but wow, 177? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, that's that's surprising. Wow. And How many they, prizes they got? Because I know I, last year we had like 20 prizes. Yeah, I know. So. We have more than that this year. But isn't, what is it, the first tomorrow that they can mm-hmm. start picking up prizes? So yeah. I signed up, but I don't, I don't think I'm actually participating. <laughs> I mean, are Well, I mean, I can do it like first, but I actually don't read that many books I check out from the library. But see, it doesn't matter anymore. I mean, I know it's in the write-up, but since we're um, we allow audiobooks and well, I mean, we have audiobooks, but ebooks, you can't get that from here directly unless you use OverDrive. Right. But which they can't. Yeah, they can. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> you can get yeah. ebooks directly from us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My point is that. You know, you know OverDrive and the waiting list that yeah, you tend well, to no, be I'm, on. I'm not saying you. You know. Yeah, they can get them from us. They may just not be able to get what they want. So. Well, I never read books that I check out from here. Well, you lie during... every year. I mean, I never complete it. 
That's um, true. Yeah, I just sign up for it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm reading a book now, but we don't have it. So I bought it, you know, I bought it through iBooks. All right, well, I'm, I'm, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, yesterday was the kickoff event, and we had uh, Karen, Carmen Agrodidi. Some I, Agrodidi. Mm-hmm. She, the book she read, I'd, I'd actually read to Julian before. Mm-hmm. And then Carrie was sneaky while everybody was looking at the birds. She snuck up there and took all the Agrodidi uh, books off the table and checked them all out. <laughs> Did she? Re- oh my god! And had a display up of them. And so while they're talking, she went up. Grabbed all of them, stuck them in the middle of her book so nobody would see them. Oh, and that then, is as soon so... as it was over, she checked them all out. <laughs> the, so... the director's wife. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's you know that's brilliant though. Wow. Um. Very clever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so you know we had we she came and then um we had a birds of prey show mm-hmm. and uh, things went swimmingly. So did Julian enjoy both? Yeah, he he wasn't excited at all. To find out that you know there was going to be a story time thing beforehand. Yeah. Um, but then he he kind of enjoyed the singing and stuff she did, um, and he liked the birds of uh, prey thing, although um, you know I mean I'm I doubt Pete's li- listening, but Pete's a great guy. I love the birds. I think Pete's not a good pre- presenter. Mm-hmm. Um, so much time is wasted on. Disciplining or yeah, laying out the rules. Yeah. But, um, so, I mean, he got a little bored during that, but I got bored of that part. I I always walk off at some point during the Birds Mm -hmm. of Prey show because it's like, all right, by the time you get to the birds, I'm already burnt out. So, So how was, I mean, I don't know if you stuck around to see the circulation area afterwards. Was it chaos as you? Yeah, it was really, really crowded. So, I took, uh, Carrie's books into Virginia's office and checked them out on Virginia's computer. (laughs) Um, No preferential treatment or anything. Yeah. No, but they just checked out on my card, so I mean, I can check out my stuff on the staff oh, computer. Geez. So uh, that was cool. Um, yeah, I was telecommuting. I love that I missed the chaos. And then uh, we found out that uh, apparently for six months or longer, yeah. our uh, fire alarm was not working. Well, it was working, just not being Well, monitored. it made noise. Yes. But apparently nobody was being contacted. No. <laughs> so, uh, so we went it's been through fixed. an ordeal with getting... Yes, so now we... Have all of our systems monitored. So they monitored. say. Yeah. I mean, we, they told us beforehand it was it was it was working. Yeah. Nobody told us it wasn't working. Until I stumbled upon that fact so. prior when we had the inspection, and then when Jared told us this weekend it was going off. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times. How long was he here? Because you said it's like almost seventy bucks per hour. He was here at least two hours. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully it's just a bill for two. Because he got here before. Um, all of the stuff began downstairs in the children's section. Okay. And he was, he didn't, I know he didn't leave until after it was over. Um, hmm. so I think it was about two hours. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, well, um, next week we won't be doing a show, so I guess we'll record again in two weeks. Until then, this is Barry out. Mocahana's out. <laughs> <laughs> So we do have some upcoming changes to uh, our system since we're kind of still talking about libraries. Um, I just wish, you know, I could, I could win a lottery or one of these, you know, I have, a, I have the best-selling book on Amazon in the new pulp category right now. I wish I was actually making money. <laughs> I mean, you know, legitimate money, real money. Uh, money is money regardless of how I you get it. I have to say, I have to say, I would not be here today. <laughs> if 
are making actual money. <laughs> if I, yeah, I mean, if I had that kind of money or if I'd hit the lotto or something, yeah, I would, I would be on a cruise for a long time. Well, this is what I would do because I think this is more fun discussion than whatever the hell you were about to talk about. Oh, my gosh. I would, I would quit this job. Mm-hmm. I, I love the libraries. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But there's, there's a lot of stuff that you folks listening just don't know about that has annoyed me. For, I'd say since October. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I kept thinking to me, I'd get over it at some point. I don't think I am. No. You know? You won't. And uh, so I think I, w- I would quit in such a fashion that I would so never be, like be legendary. hired back. Yeah. Yes. People would be <laughs> would talking be. about it for years. It would be awful. And then I would go buy, like, a say, a three, 4,000 square foot. I'd say more than that. Maybe 8,000 square foot building. Oh, and, because you have uh, to house your all your books and stuff. Well, right? and what I would do is I would turn it into like a geek store. You know, I'd sell comics and, and books and some music and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. I'd have rooms where people could come play their lame, you know, games and stuff, you know. <laughs> they could do all that kind of stuff. And there would be like a little section where I would like write. Yeah. You know, and I would get all my other geeky friends to come and do like book signings and stuff. That's what I would do. You know? That's what I would do. And but you'd come in when you felt like it. Well, I'd, I'd, I, mean, I, I mean, I do need to write and stuff. stuff. So, I mean, I'd come okay. in and write. <laughs> you know, Carrie would run the thing because I think she would enjoy that. She'd enjoy running that thing. I'd like to do the bookkeeping. There you go. And, uh, yeah, because we'd have your, what is it, speedy gentleman service, whatever you call that. <laughs> Dashing assistant. Dashing assistant, yeah. And uh, I was close, speedy gentleman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, hey, that's actually pretty good. Um... Anyway, yeah, you'd be there, and uh, we'd hire Sarah. She could be like our outreach person. She would mm-hmm. go out and like promote the store, and and then it, that'd be it. You know, we'd all be making like five times what we make here, just I'm because paying, you because yeah. I'm paying it, and uh, and that would be great. And I would be a best-selling author because it's all about you know marketing and stuff. So yeah. when people started seeing like a commercial for Lazarus Gray, you know, in the middle of the Big Bang Theory, yeah, a lot of people are going to buy it. Absolutely, and. Uh, and I'd be on The View and all kinds of stuff. You know? That's that's what would happen if I were rich. Okay. Well, again, if I were rich, I would... I mean, in my mind, I'm like... Well, let me back that up a little bit. Yesterday, I was having a, a conversation with Kenrick, and I said, you know, honestly, if I was to not be working here, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd go back into libraries. Like if I, I mean, because, you know, yeah. I'm like, I have a business background. That's kind of what my function is here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't really think that I would do that. I mean, I love like cell phones and stuff. So, I mean, that would certainly be a possibility, but I don't think I'd get back into libraries. I mean, it just, I mean, you, we both know the back end of things and it's like, no. Yeah. Every now and then I think about going somewhere else, but I'm like, I don't know. You know, I, I'm, sometimes I think, you know, maybe doing something library-related might be okay. I mean, you're writing books at the library. Well, but I mean, like, you know, like a GPList sort of thing or something like that would, might be interesting to me. Because there are aspects of things that I like. Yeah. But um, there are a lot of things I don't like. Exactly. But, um... So, yeah, so that's why I'm like, I don't think I'd get back into it if I ever left here or had to go for whatever reason. But, yeah, if I won the lottery, I would definitely leave here, like, in a second. And it's like, win the lottery, okay, I quit. 
Yeah. It wouldn't even, I, you know. But, but I have to play the lottery, and that's the thing I'm not doing. I, well, Kenrick I keep does, hoping that, like, somebody from sci-fi will, like, offer me, you know, a million dollars to turn something into a yeah. series. But, but even then, I'm not exactly sending them anything, so they have to, like, notice me. <laughs> well, um, um, yeah, Kenrick plays twice a week. He plays a dollar each time. I think he plays, like, Mega Millions or something. Is he going to share the money with you if he wins it? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I know he says, but... I mean, yeah, I know. I said, I mean, well, you know... Are you going to go home and he's like, yeah, I'm going to the islands. I want a million dollars. No, apparently I have to be around <laughs> to keep him in check. But I told him I hope he doesn't win it until we're married because then legally I can just take, okay, you know, yeah. whatever. So, and then I've also of told him... He's, I think he's spending your money to buy the ticket in anyway, right? <laughs> no. And I think you might have a legal claim to well, that. Well, I mean, he, maybe before, but no, he actually uses okay. his own. Um, but, yeah, I, I would quit my job immediately and would not necessarily think about what yeah, I'm going to I, I might not even actually quit I might just say yeah I'm going home and then y'all never hear from me again oh my gosh <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like you know we had a director in the 50s and it's in the history you mm -hmm. know who they fought they kept trying to fire <laughs> how do you keep trying to fire well somebody? She, she went home and they kept sending her notes you know saying hey you know we're having this meeting to talk about your future and then there's like another letter, you know, saying, okay, we had the meeting. We wish you had been there. We have decided to let you go. Please come pick up your stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's like another letter saying, you know, it's been a couple of weeks. We still have your stuff. We went ahead and boxed it up for you. We need you to come get it. Mm -hmm. And then there's another one saying, okay, if you don't pick it up by Thursday, we're just going to drop it off at your house, you know. <laughs> and then there's like, you know, they've got a new one. They've got a new director. And so I might just do that. I <laughs> just blow y'all off. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, I've also That'd said... That would be kind of hilarious. Too. That would be kind of. But, no, I've also said... I would from, come in, check out books, just refuse to discuss anything about... <laughs> well, no, with that kind of money, you don't need to check out books. Oh, no, um, but that would be part of the fun. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, no, I've always said, too, though, if I ever got into a lot of money that, you know, Barry would have to get a cut. Yeah, yeah. We know too much about each other that, you know, I'd have to pay you off. Yeah. <laughs> I'd give you some money too, but that's why I'm saying I might put you to work at my store. Yeah, I would do that. I don't know about you and idle hands and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know. So, but yes, yeah, uh, so I would do a cruise for a while. I would pay off all my bills and the bills of like my parents and my brother, mm -hmm. and maybe give some all your of my bills. Hell, that's gonna wipe out your money. I know, really. And then maybe you know help out some of my other family maybe, members. Maybe help out Kenrick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, go on a cruise for a while, you know, um, I'd even like it if mom could quit her job because it's stressful and that's all she seems to do. Yeah. But, um, definitely do that. Go on a cruise, maybe even like for a month or something. Yeah, I might do a month just long one. go. Yeah. And then after that, come back and then maybe then think about what I might want to do afterwards. Because yeah. on the cruise, I'm like, I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to do anything. Nothing else matters. Yeah. So... But yeah, I mean, it's great to dream that kind of stuff, even though it, it'll like never happen. Yeah. But I find myself dreaming of it more often <laughs> than I think even when I was a kid. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah, we're, we're, the reason why none of you are ever going to get rich is because we're going to start charging you more. Yes. Um, I think that's what you were going to bring up. Yes, that was. Beginning July 1st, um, what we used to charge you for the books, it, it, it's currently 10 cents per item per day. Yes. We're going to raise that to 20 cents. But it is the first time in well over a decade. Exactly. Because what is it? Pine when Pines started, it was a dime. Yeah. Um, and then what Pines was created in like 
Actually, I thought Pines, it started with, at 10 cents. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what It's you, always I, been 10 cents. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said yeah. since Pines has started. But, but it, we that were, was we well were more than a decade. That. Yeah, when we, when, before we joined Pines, we had 15 cents per item uh, adult and 10 cents for kids. Mm-hmm. Or maybe 5 cents, I forget. Anyway, we had to standardize them to the regular thing. But yeah, I mean, but as far as us being a part of Pines, it's been well over a decade oh, yeah. um, that the price structure hasn't changed. Right. We're really going to stick it to you. Is what, with the I, well, yeah, the twenty cents is is a Pines policy. That was that yeah. statewide. Well, we have but, to. Well, the other thing is also Pines policy. Well, it's we're a just, Pines we're just we're, we're electing just, to. We're yeah. just electing to follow it. Yes. We're not doing something that's not Pines policy. Um, but well, policy, okay, Pines, take that Pines back. has always Pines had mandated. How about that? One? Pines has always had a tiered system, and we. We're not using the tiered system. Because we were, we wanted to make it no, simple no, no, for no, 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 no. <laughs> we are now following their tiered system, which is what the majority of libraries in the state do. Yes. Um, and uh, so your auto audiovisual materials, your uh, DVDs, and so forth. Anything that's not a physical book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is now going to be fifty cents per item per day. Mm-hmm. And you can only have seven days instead of fourteen. Yeah. And that's to help you. By stopping people from uh, bogarting our DVDs for two weeks when you want to check and them out, and then still not bringing it back so, after that, right? And it'll help. Hopefully, it'll also help with um, our financial situation. Hopefully, so, yeah. I, I mean, I, I do think we'll see a revenue boost out of the the new fine structure. Um, Probably. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people will start off by saying they didn't know about it. So of course we'll have to have. Reference. I mean, circulation for yeah. a while. Say, you know, you know, our fines have changed. Yeah. And we'll have signs, obviously, but. Yeah, I mean, people will get used to it, and you know, people complain. If it was one penny a day, there would be people who would complain. Yeah, and, and, and that's it's what. Not, and, and the thing, and you know, some people are saying it was terribly unfair to people, but my feeling is nobody is making you pay anything. Mm-hmm. If you return your items on time, or renew them. Yep. You don't pay anything. And yeah, that's my it's that free. gets to me. Like actually eats at me when people people get all upset about you know oh I owe these fines on library books to make it seem like a library book or library yeah. items are because yeah, publishers don't give us the books for free. No, but yeah, I'm like you have no excuse. You get them for two weeks anyway. I mean, at least pre July first, everything here you can have for two weeks. Yep. You have the opportunity to renew unless there's a hold, which in, you know, in a lot of cases, there's not a hold. You can yeah. renew it. You can have it out for six weeks. And yet that's still not enough. Or, you know, it, it just, I'm like, yeah, you have responsibilities as a patron, much like we do within our organization. Mm-hmm. And people just, you know, it's like they just, I, I don't know. It just, it really yeah. bothers me. We give you multiple locations to return your items. Even yeah. if we're closed, you can return your items at 2 in the morning. Right, because we backdate it right. to the, yeah. And if you want to renew your item, you can renew it, um, you know, you can call us. Um, you can renew it yourself online as mm-hmm. long as there's no hold on it. Um, and, and then lots you can, of ways to do yeah, it. and you can, because we're part of Pines, you can drop it off at any Pines library in the state. Mm-hmm. There's several. Yeah, a couple hundred. Yeah. So, and if you sign up for the email part of it, they'll send you a notice yep. before your item's overdue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... Mm. 
So that does bother me to a, a great extent, especially yeah. when, you know, it's one thing for a patron to call and complain, but then to belittle or try to diminish what it is, the service that we're trying to provide and the fact that it's like, you already get it for free. Now, granted, it's tax money paying for stuff, but you already get the materials for free. But, you know, per person, your tax is not really is like, yeah. you know, is about what you're paying for that overdue item, which is about 10 or 15 cents a person. Yeah. I mean, you know. At this point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're, because uh, I've had, back in my more fiery days when mm -hmm. I worked at Reference, I had somebody do that that stuff, you know, and he was like, oh man, a quarter of it, somebody's lining their pockets. And I told him, I said, yeah, you're exactly right. I'm getting rich off your <laughs> one quarter every time. And uh, he was like, well, I pay taxes. And I said, well, I tell you what, and I took out a quarter from my pocket and I handed it to him. And I said, that's how much your taxes paid for this library for the past year. <laughs> there you, you go. Now do... you get your tax money back. We need to redo that calculation because I know for a while you'd have it. Yeah. Um, you'd calculate how much as far as per hour population, all that kind of stuff, um, yeah. what that rate was. And then did you ever get that link to that website? That I have the um, link. I um, yeah. just never put it up. Um, that, that was that was really cool. When you type in like how many books a year do you usually check out and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it shows you how much money is saved um, by going to the library. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, our, our fine structure is going up, not by too much. Again, you know, it's nothing to cry about if you just renew your yeah, books. It's still a tremendous, um, it's, not, it's not a bad thing at all. It's mm -mm. still a tremendous benefit for... for Absolutely. I, I completely agree. I mean, it's just like anything else, you have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So, and the, you know, you have to be penalized in some way if you can't follow through. I mean that's life, <laughs> so so yeah. But um, we're looking forward to a new fiscal year. Hopefully, it will I be guess. the last of this <laughs> major budget cuts. But who knows? Yeah. I mean, going into maybe FY fourteen, we might end up with no money from the state. <laughs> so uh, we do have a new uh, patron survey that's live. Yes, it is it's, live. It's on all those out there now. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know about on those computers, but okay. it's on the main page. Okay. So if they open and it, if that hits the main page, I think it does, then... Yeah, we probably need to find out. Well, no, I mean, that's not my end of stuff. <laughs> I mean, you sent me the email. I took care of my end. The yeah. other end was Joel's. So I, you know, it is on our website. Under our picture, you see a little thing. Are you going to text him before you check? Yeah, I'm just going to ask him. Okay. But yeah, if you go to our website, it's on the right side under the picture of the Mary Vinson Library, and it just says Patron Survey, and you can click on it and take it. Yeah, and I, I do read each and every one of them yes, many times, do. actually. Depending on what's said, too, you will yeah. reread it and reread it. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, mean, I, mean, I, I compile all the figures, and then I usually share them with the staff, and sometimes I share certain ones with the board, you know, if I think they're questions and things that they would be interested in and um you know so you know they're looked at and uh and you know and i mean very frequently they are they are used um yeah one of the questions on there this year is to choose between two different schedules for lake sinclair and the one that wins is the one we're going to use mm -hmm. so there you go so yeah i mean i, I know, know latoya is hoping that you all pick the one we currently have so she doesn't have to change anything yeah Yes, I am hoping. Yeah. But you do this every... Well, you can you go campaign. You know. <laughs> I can just multiple vote. Well, that's true. Um, 
I'll it does track, track your IP address, so you do Oh, you use... have the tracking on. Okay. Well, I mean, it, each computer can vote as many times as it wants, but it does show me the IP address. So, I mean, you would know the range of the ones we have internally. Right. So, if you were then, doing it on your computer, yeah. which I think has a static IP. I don't um, think so. Then, you know, I could say, hey, there's 200 coming from this one IP address. I'd, but, I could, it depends I'd say, on how I connect. Who is this, Joel? Yeah, it depends on how I connect, yeah. because if I used our clear connection... It seeks out an IP each time. So, you know, that would be a way to do it. But anyway, yes, it would be um, inconvenient to have to change all of the, you know, stuff with our hours on it. Because um, some of that stuff actually costs money. <laughs> so I'm, I'm awaiting um, ordering anything because of it. And you do this, this survey every year. And yeah, in, I mean, in conjunction with Submarine Club. Yeah, so... And I think that it's because, obviously, we have more patrons that visit the library. And the hope is that they'll, you know, use our services, which includes our website, and that they'll take the survey. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't take long. It's only 10 questions. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, several of them are just, you know, you just write something or whatever. Um, so it's not going to take long. And you can, you, like you said, you can take it from home. Mm-hmm. You can take it from wherever. And uh, Joel says he's going to add it today. He has to physically push it out. Okay. So. so you reply to him as to whether or not you want it, that they have to take it? Yeah, I told him that, every, that everybody who goes on should see a box saying, do you want to take the, the survey? Yes or no thanks. Mm -hmm. They don't have to take the survey. Right. But they have to. They have to see the box, and, and they have to say yes or okay, no. Okay, so or, it is supposed to be a pop up. Yeah. That okay. Well, yeah. hopefully you'll get that sorted out. But I did my part. That part's done. At least that's done. So many other things are just not done lately. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I, I was again talking to Kay about it. I'm like, well, you've been I don't... annoyed ever since October too. Um, well, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> usually, no, usually just... I have my survey done by like the first of May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like Monday. I was like, oh, it's hell. Like, oh, yeah, that's I better survey. do that survey. You know. But, yeah, <laughs> I mean, but that. that's just it. That's how I'm starting to feel lately. Yeah. You know, usually I'm like, oh, you know, moving on to the next project or thinking of something great yeah. and big. But I think just the wear and tear of being here for so long and realizing that it's not likely that, <laughs> that things will catch on, that I'm like, okay, I'm starting to lose my own momentum yeah. And so, yeah, just like you, it's like, okay, I have this thing to do, and it's almost like, it's not it's not deliberate procrastination, it's just, oh, I don't really feel like it. Yeah. And and then, yeah, it's like, oh, it gets done, like, later. Yeah. Because Maybe I I'll was come supposed back to... completely recharged after my vacation. No. So. You'll come back and be reminiscing about the vacation, and then the first time something sets you off, you'll be like, damn, I wish I was still on vacation. Yeah. And it'll just all come back. Although, you know, I won't be writing it all on vacation. That's what you say. So I, well, I mean, I can't. No, you can, but you're no. opting not so, to. So, I mean, uh, you know, I have some stuff to do when I get back. Because uh, I have, like, one story's doing, like, the 15th. Which you haven't started? No, I'm about 7,000 words into it. Okay. Um, I mean, actually, it's only supposed to be, like, 5 to 8, but it's going to be over that. And then uh, I'll either try and trim it down or just sit it to them like that and say, you know, what do you want me to cut? So... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think, too, as far as what's causing me to not be as interested in stuff isn't necessarily that I'm, like, depressed or anything because I actually feel 
better now than I have in a while with regard to depression. Um, it's, I'm, you know, frequently sick now. I mean, you know, granted that it's not like some crazy, crazy thing, but my sinuses bother me. And so, I mean, that in itself is a huge stress when it comes on. I, my mind is thinking about all the things that I cannot get done because I can't do anything outside of take a pill and go to sleep. I mean, that's it. Right. So it's like a whole day will go by and I can't do anything. And those are the things that frustrate me. It just, I think that just kind of, you know, makes it so that I'm like, I'm not even going to try and start something because sure enough, I'll get sick. And so, yeah. We're like 30 minutes into this episode. Are we? It is really random. Oh, I didn't even realize we were 30 minutes in. I actually thought we were a little further in, but... Maybe we should, like, try and have segments again. <laughs> so, what have you been watching on television? Uh, well, most of my shows are on um, hiatus now. Um, I have not watched the last episode of Game of Thrones. And I, I have. Um, we saw it. Um, it's, a really, it's a pretty good episode. It's yeah. a very strong Tyrion episode. Oh, good. Um... And, you know, of course, he has his clever quips and stuff. I'm... I'm kind of ready for the season to be over. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm still enjoying it. It's just yeah. interesting to me because I think, obviously, it's going to end on a cliffhanger. Um, because they're now, you know, the war is actually, you know, at their front door. Mm -hmm. And I'm just curious to see how they end it. Because, obviously, I haven't read the books, so I don't know what happens. Um... But it's been good. I've been watching The Borgias. That's been really good as well. Although, in both shows, I physically start to, like, yell out and stuff because of how bloody it is and graphic. Now, in The Borgias, I can't believe that Kim is dating Kanye. Y yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyway, no, I mean, they, they both are very, very graphic yeah. with the, the, the scenes. I mean, you literally see someone's head chopped off blood gushing you see someone being sliced in half and you actually see it it's not just like a cutaway or anything yeah. like that i mean it's been um i but just you, you never watch much hordes no i, I don't like, i don't but no i'm saying like i see to people see get eviscerated all the time well, to see that on tv granted that it's you know network um yeah but yeah it's it's very gory and i, I told Kay, i said i think they add the extra gore factor because of the guys you know, it's like maybe they, you know, that they're appealing to both guys and girls. And so yeah. you have to have the blood and the action and all that stuff. But um, I'm also watching, because, you know, I, I have shows regardless of when it is. So if something in, is in hiatus, mm -hmm. I'm watching other shows. So Keeping Up with the Kardashians just started back. And I'm enjoying that. Of course. Um, <laughs> toddlers and tiaras are st is still... <laughs> I just don't know why you admit this kind of stuff, you know? I mean... What? I, I, again, I just... It's my show. So, I've been watching that. I've been watching a lot of 48 Hours Mysteries and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. I've still Tosh continued Bordeaux watching Veep. Yes. Which funny. is hilarious. This morning on the Today Show, you know, the, the shot of the guy getting hit by the bus? Yeah. Apparently now is coming out. I was like, dude, this was on Tosh like days yeah. ago. But apparently it's a viral thing now. They had the guy on the Today Show and oh, interviewed really? him. And he's quite eloquent, blah, blah, blah. But he never really quite answered the question of yeah. why the heck he stepped out. Because 
Apparently, the driver of the bus was cited for running a red light, despite the fact that there's actually video that shows that they didn't run the red light. It was yellow when they went through. Huh. Um, and everyone knows that you don't necessarily slow down when you see a yellow. If I think you're supposed Well, I mean, to. if you're already going, like for me, if I'm yeah. already going. Yeah, if you're too close to make yeah, it Yeah, then I'm like, stop. I'm going to just go. Yeah. But um, it's a tradition or whatever with that college that... Um, they go out there and hit each other with little whatever you call those things. Yeah, it's like a foam sword, right? Yeah. And so he, the guy said he thought that the light had turned red. And then he was stepping out and I was like, even still, how do you not know that? Because he's wearing a mask, he had no peripheral vision. I guess so. It it just, it, it, (sighs) I don't know. It it was disturbing. But yeah, Tosh was great. Have you downloaded the song? You know, from the Web Redemption? No, I didn't. Like but I was... When it, yeah. When I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought the thing was hilarious. Yeah. I was, yeah. And the fact that she was that 17 be, when she recorded it. for Kendrick. Whenever he calls <laughs> yeah, no. that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, no, Tosh was great, as Tosh usually is. It's just one of those... So, is that cartoon for real? They, they previewed his new cartoon? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I hope it is. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that. You know, because because the only clip they showed was him as a little bear saying, you know, I don't give a damn. I was raped. <laughs> when did that come? Was it? <laughs> it was during the episode. Yeah, it was it. Yeah, I'm. A... It's like it's called like Bram, Bramble Bush or something like that. Yeah, I, I must not have. Shoot. Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember you just that. Don't pay attention, man, man. I guess. Because sometimes you turn your head like when somebody like when the girl had the. The part of the bike stuck in her leg. Yeah, I saw that. it, and yeah, and I looked away, and then I looked back when they pulled stuff. it out. No, that's not funny to me. That like disturbs me. It's nasty. So, what else happened in that episode? Because I mean, I generally like forget. Well, but I, lo- no, I love the holographic. Um, Coolio. Yes, yes, you that know, was great. I was like, man, they spent like thousands of dollars getting a holographic Coolio. They could have had the real one for forty bucks. Yeah, it, that was great. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, that whole Web Redemption. Yeah. Was was pretty tight. Now, uh, Big Brother comes back soon. Looking forward to that. Oh, uh, with Tosh, his, his back thing soon. this season is the shoes. Yeah. Which, those are some ugly Those are ugly shoes. shoes. <laughs> Carrie thought they were cool, and I'm like, no. oh, those are ugly. It's like, maybe in the 80s that was cool, but the no. way, it, no, it, no. Anyway, so Big Big Bang comes back when? Big Brother. Big Brother. Oh, yeah. The yeah, big, big summer show. Back. Yeah. Which I'm looking forward to. I wonder what they're going to do this year. Mm-hmm. You know, what big thing or what, what twist. twist. Yeah. Um, so I, think, I, think, I think the house should all, because they've done like exes and stuff before, but I think everybody in the house should be like an ex-wife or ex-husband. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I wanted them to do like all the people in the house are dating couples. And see what, you know, kind of like if someone's going to try and hook up with somebody else or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, kind of put them to the test. Put them in situations where, mm-hmm. you know, they have to decide. Or I mean, I know that's kind of evil. But um, I think that would we'll be kind like of We'll all cool. alcoholics or all sex addicts <laughs> or all alcoholic sex addicts. Yeah. And put them in the house. That, yeah. And watch the fireworks. Oh my gosh. They would have to be editing out a lot of stuff. <laughs> that would be awesome. But yeah, I am looking forward to it. I know nothing about any of the details. Yeah, I don't that think they've announced who's going to be in. No. I mean, because so. yeah, the clips they show still show like last season and yeah. that kind of stuff. 
But I am looking forward to it because I love Big Brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only season I didn't see was the first. So. Yeah, apparently we didn't miss much. I guess not. Yeah, Chicken but George. It, yeah, I mean, it was it was enough to um, make more seasons, and mm-hmm. I've watched every one since. So. Well, um, I, I did mention it earlier. Uh, last week, my book was number one on the New Pulp bestseller list on Amazon. Yeah. Um, Tales of the Rook is out now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a the lead story in it, and then there's actually stories about other authors writing my character, um, Ron Fortier and Mike Bullock and uh, Perry Constantine and Bobby Nash and Tommy Hancock are all in it. And uh, it's a I'm supposed to get my copies today. Um, I thought you were supposed to have gotten that Wednesday. Was it Thursday? I mean, it should be today. Okay. And uh, I'm hoping you know to get those and actually physically see it. Because I know um, you've gifted one already to. Oh, yeah. Although she said she was going to buy it. I'm like gifting it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I thought you were, yeah, I thought no. you were. Now, the library buys two copies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, our board chair wants a copy. Because uh, you were going to give her that, her, yeah, yeah, her nephew or something. Yeah. That and another one of your books. Right. And uh, volume three of the rook. And then uh, my mom is going to buy three copies. What's she going to do with it? Um, she wanted them for her and then uh, my aunt. Usually gets it from her, and then um, one of my cousins. I think. Oh, okay. Hmm. And uh, so those are all ones I have to pull out to sell. Yeah, because you know I don't buy your books. I know you don't buy. You know you, no. know you don't buy them or look at them or anything. I look at them. I like the cover art. I really like the thing the sketch you sent me yesterday. That yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. That's um, for my new banner that's going to be on uh, Excuse Facebook. Excuse me, really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's. That's You're going like my, all Hollywood and stuff. That's gonna be the banner on my uh, <laughs> my webpage and my uh, my Facebook cover. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm telling. Yeah, look out for it because just the sketch of it was amazing. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so my uh, my comic book review this week is something different. I was about to say that it's doesn't look a like a comic book. <laughs> um, it's called Civil War. It's by written by Stuart Moore. It's adapted from the graphic novel. Um, Marvel's starting to, they're going to put out uh, several new novels that are actually novelizations of comic books. That, okay. Um, people have done this in the past, but, Mm -hmm. um, I picked this one up. Civil War was a story that was heavily flawed, but had some interesting moments. And so I was curious to see how it would be. I'm actually still early on into it. Yeah, I was about to say, you haven't finished that. But, um, so far it's been pretty good. Um, the book is an interesting size, but it's comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the, the, the feel of the dust jacket. Sometimes I take dust jackets to get off, but this one feels nice. I usually cover them. Yeah. You cover the dust jacket? Like I process them here uh, because yeah. I want it to last longer. Yeah. I like the feel of the page. The smell is pleasant. <laughs> um, but feel it's kind of, it's slick. It's kind of thick, but not too thick. It's nice. Yeah, very white. Yeah, it's very, yeah. I like it. it smells good. <laughs> um, story-wise, so far it's written very well. Um, as with the, the comic book version, I mean, Iron Man is definitely the villain. Uh, I know that <clears throat> in theory, you're supposed to either be on Cap's side or on Iron Man's side, but I've never met anybody who felt that Iron Man was really right because basically he's being a dick in this. Um, it is written in such a way that it's obvious they're hoping that people who have watched the Avengers will pick this up 
You know, this is a novel of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, but, like, and, with you uh, describing it, I'm like, why would I do that if they're against each other? Because I saw the movie and they're well, and that's, together. And that's kind of the interesting thing to me about it. I guess the, the thing is, you know, oh, people love Cap and Iron Man. Oh, wow, you know, this is interesting. They're, like, on opposite sides. Um, the plot is is that a group of heroes called the New Warriors at the beginning who have a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of what I'm saying is coming from, you know, obviously the graphic novel, which I have read. And this is a slightly different version of that. I'll get to that in a minute. But um, the New Warriors uh, are bust criminals for their TV show, their reality mm-hmm. show. And one night they go to bust these criminals who are a little bit above their pay grade, so to speak. And one of them is Nitro, who blows himself up. Mm-hmm. That's his power. And he blows up Stamford, Connecticut. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> uh, he kills, you know, kids. Yeah, I mean, everybody. thousands. All the New Warriors, except for one of them, are dead. Um, you know, and so all the superheroes converge there to try and, you know, rescue survivors and all this kind of stuff. And it brings to light, um, a growing rift that's been occurring within the Avengers anyway. Um, and Tony, he's a part of the Avengers in this group? In this, and it's, it's actually a different Avengers lineup than what was in the graphic novel, which I find interesting. Which is also different from the movie, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, the Avengers in this one are, um, obviously Iron Man... Uh, Captain America, Spider-Man joins in this uh-huh. at the very beginning, which actually he didn't join the Avengers at this time. But um, Ms. Marvel, uh, Tigra, um, Hawkeye, uh, the Bill Foster Goliath, uh, who back in the 70s was known as Black Goliath, but they dropped the black later on. Oh. You know, <laughs> we, we can look at him and tell he's black. We don't yeah. need to have it in his name. And, um, and that's interesting because Black Goliath was never actually uh, an Avenger at all. But spoilers, in the graphic novel, he's killed. He's okay. murdered. And, uh, and that's a big thing that Iron Man does. Iron Man doesn't physically kill him, but Iron Man makes... Um, I'll get to that. Okay. Anyway, so, you know, there's this, been this huge explosion. Mm-hmm. And the government starts doing this thing called the Superhuman Registration Act. Okay. They want everybody with powers, or in a costume, to register with the government tell them your secret identity, and agree to be basically deputized. You have to go and receive training to make sure that you're, you know, so know they're what like things to do. they're like in the military. They're tracking them. They're, yes. Okay. And all this kind of stuff. If you do that, then you're free to operate with basically a, a kind of like a deputized position mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. If you refuse, you're going to be arrested and put into prison. Now, <laughs> obviously, some superheroes are don't really want to do this. Right. They have secret identities. They're under... I mean, yeah, they're they so... Don't, right. They don't want their families to be put at risk. They don't want all this kind of stuff. You know, I they guess don't in wa- some cases, their their families may not even know. Right. Part, okay. They don't, maybe they don't want to work for the government. Um, and so it's a big thing. Now, Iron Man, in uh, the graphic novel and in the novel, is on the side of the government. He okay. thinks that, you know, this is dangerous... You know, there's people out there who have all these incredible powers who have not been trained in how to use them. You know, everybody should be like him. He has a public identity. He has nothing to hide. You know, blah, blah, blah. Cap comes down on the other side. Mm-hmm. Cap says, you know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good out there. You can't force them, you know, to give up their identities and all this kind of stuff. And basically what happens is, is Iron Man um, becomes in charge of um, this project where, you know, he's help, trying to get people to, to come on board. 
and Cap starts leading a resistance. And that's okay. why it's called Civil War. So Civil War within the Marvel Universe. And uh, at one point, during the course of this story, in the comics, Thor was missing. In this, in the very beginning, they say Thor is dead. Ragnarok has come to Asgard, Thor's dead. And they're like, oh, wow. And okay. so in both versions, um, I have, though he hasn't done it yet here, but I'm sure he will, Iron Man clones Thor. Uh, people call him Clor. Because he's a clone <laughs> of Thor. Okay. Right? And a lot of people are like, hey, that's kind of creepy, cloning your friend. Particularly when Clor then kills Black Goliath during oh, combat. Oh, okay. So a lot of people blame Tony for Bill Foster's death. And there's this huge fight, and finally at the end, Cap surrenders because he's, he's tired of the fight. He sees how many people are dying and suffering, uh, other heroes and stuff. And so he, he lays down his shield and is arrested. And I don't know if they'll get it in here, but um, then the way Civil War ended was um, as he's being led up the steps of the courthouse, um, somebody kills him. He's assassinated. And, uh, and so that sets off a lot of other stories because a lot of people obviously blame Tony right. for all of this. because he had cloned. And I think he's meant to be the villain, even though at first they were saying, oh, you know, there's good and bad on both sides, you know, whatever side you think ideologically is right. Um, but I think they intended for him to be the villain because afterwards there's this whole story arc where nobody trusts Tony and all this kind of stuff, and then he falls from grace, and he even says, you know, I have to rebuild trust with people, I have to, you know, atone for what I've done, blah, blah, blah. You don't atone for something unless you're wrong or you feel you're wrong. You know, I mean, it's obvious that he was meant to be the bad guy. Cap, the martyr, was obviously <laughs> meant to be the, the one who was correct. Right. Anyway, um, so this is uh, slightly different so far. Um, the Avengers lineup is different. Um, and see, I would think more people would be inclined to seeing what or reading what they saw on mm -hmm. the screen rather than something. Well, there is no, there is no novelization of the movie. Um, but, uh, you know, this, you know, it's written very well so far. I mean, I'm enjoying it, but the problems I have with the plot are the problems I had with the plot of the graphic novel. Okay. Um, first of all, it seems, it seems out of character to me for Tony to be on the side of registration. Even if it, you it, say, yeah, it does. even if you say, well, he has a public identity, blah, blah, blah. Still. He's an egomaniac. That's, that's understandable that he doesn't really care, but I would think that yeah. as a whole, he wouldn't. Well, and, and to me, Tony... To me, whoever takes that position should be a, a real establishment figure. Somebody who's very much a, you know, a straight and narrow, the government's always right, blah, blah, blah. And that does not fit Tony. No. Tony of the movies, especially, doesn't fit. Because he's more of a, of a wild card, you know, he's, he swore off building weapons for the military and so forth. See, I would um, think that... And even in the comics, I, I don't think he was ever a... A, you know, I mean, you would almost think Cap would be more likely. Yeah, that's likely. what I was about to say. I thought that given <laughs> but, that kind of, yeah, that Cap, Cap would be the But Cap natural. in the comics has become like a defender of personal liberties as opposed to a defender of the government, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so, I mean, the whole premise of it to me was forced. It's like, you know, what they're doing in the comics now with Avengers vs. X-Men when, you know, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but I would think these people would sit down and talk. Before you start hitting each other, I don't know. <laughs> That's the word I live in. Generally, I don't punch somebody until I've tried to work stuff out first. Yeah. You know, even then, I generally don't punch anybody. But anyway. Um, but I mean, are you enjoying it thus far? I am so far. Actually, you know, like I said, the best thing I like about it is the presentation. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes the rest of the way and how they resolve it in terms of keeping it um, standalone. Mm-hmm. Because in the comics, of course, there's, you know, the way comics are, there's like sequels and spinoffs and so yeah. forth forever and ever. So I'm interested to see how in 300 pages he tells this complete story. Um, I wonder, for instance, are they going to do the death of Cap? Um, are, you, are you just going to end with Cap dead? Because there was like, you know, he was dead for a couple of years in the comics so before mean, he brought him back. How can you do a novelization um, on a comic series without truly doing the novelization? You're you're allowed to just go and change stuff? Well, first of all, you know, the um, the graphic novel came out like six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, the, the Marvel Universe of today is slightly different. So, you know, he's moved it forward a little bit. He's incorporating things that have happened in the real world since then. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously trying to reconcile all this with the movies as well um, and that kind of stuff. So, you know, so far it's very good, though. Stuart Moore wrote it, and I'm going to keep reading it. And uh, probably when I'm done, I'll donate it to the library, mm-hmm. and then you can check it out. And if you don't return it on time, uh, you'll be paying 20 cents per item. Per day on it. Yeah, and that see, and you've mentioned it before as to why I'm not as into comics and stuff like that. It just it's too much when they break off series, like you know when there are the spider webs of sequels and blah blah blah. And I'm like, yeah. it. I like when it's just a core story and that's it. I don't want multiple universes and I. I yeah, it's just I guess my OCD. I mean, granted that I. Like with Star Trek, I enjoy a separate timeline, mm-hmm. but I don't want for there to be multiple series because it's like you, they're they're comic book series that will live you know live a life of however x number of episode um um issues, and then when they start it over, it's like they just rewrite history and say, oh well, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, but I'm like you know it's too much to keep up with. <laughs> I just, it's it's just the way I am, so. Yeah, but, you know, you say that, and then it's like you're throwing out all of comics, you know. There are comics that don't fit that description at all. Well, that would be nice if um, I could, you know, would find one that, I mean, Ferrist is somewhat like that. I mean, they've not, granted that it's an offshoot of fables, mm-hmm. um, those things, you know, eh. But it doesn't get overly complicated. Like, not yet anyway. I mean, Mm. you know, when it starts to get into, you know, like, multiple, um, when characters turn turn from, like, one color to another or so, it it just, no. And, like, their their personas change because of it or, I just... But generally, generally, I mean, you know, if you read it... (laughs) You're referencing it by saying, if you read it... You'll see that there's, you know, it's not like from issue to issue, people's personas change generally. Um, and if you know there is something where they change history, generally it's like a, a huge event. You know, you know it's coming long before it happens. You know, and it's like in Star Trek where, you know, you have in Voyager you have the Year of Hell. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, they fixed it. <laughs> and all, everything that happened in that episode didn't happen. You know, it's that kind of thing. Sometimes well, they'll I mean, do that. Like, like only only it's in a narrative that sometimes lasts for a couple of years before they fix it. It's know? just weird. And I mean, I know that the times are different, stuff like that. But it's like if you're reading, let's just say, Green Lantern, that mm-hmm. series, but yet he's being featured in something else, 
you know, that may have happened, I guess, arguably before that timeline or after. I'm like, there's just so much to keep up with when you have offshoots. Right now, right now, I read Green Lantern, mm-hmm. which stars Hal Jordan. Right. I do not read Green Lantern Core, which he's not in. <laughs> How is he not in Green Lantern? Because well, there's 3,600 Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. I do not read uh, Green Lantern New Guardians. <sighs> I read Green Lantern. Now, in a couple of months, they're going to do a crossover between all three titles. And what I will probably do, if if the crossover looks really interesting, I might pick up the issues of the others, but I'll probably just keep reading Green Lantern. So you basically block out all the other... Well, you're, you know, even if it's like part up. three and part six of the crossover, because one, two, and four, and five are in the other books, mm-hmm. um, I just guess what? I just won't get the whole story. Um, <laughs> because, I mean, actually, you know, I'm intelligent. I can figure out, and you know, because comics recap, I guarantee you they'll recap what happened in one and two in part three. <laughs> You're probably right. So, you know, I really won't miss it. Um, you know, whereas some things like, they're doing a thing on Night of the Owls and all the Batman books right now, and I did actually pick up several books that I don't normally pick up because I'm really enjoying that storyline that led into this crossover, and so I was like, well, yeah, I'll pick up some of these, but I'm not getting all of them. Because there's some books, you know, I'm just I'm not gonna buy even if it's part of it's part of this, you know. Because I mean, yeah, I get that. Because there were, there's been. There's no different fables. than you and all those Law and Orders. You know, there's like 16 of those. <laughs> That's different. The the they're they don't generally cross over. It's just one path. But one I thought path, some of those characters path. sometimes would like wander by in the other episodes. Mm-mm. There's generally no crossover. And all your CSIs. There's been a, um, well, there's yeah, I only watch one of the CSIs. I don't yeah. watch the other. To, well, it's like, it's I about only read to one green letter. You choose not to read the other, not to watch the other CSIs, and you don't feel like you're missing anything. I choose to only read the books I want to read. Because I mean, you know, and Hal Jordan's in Justice League, but, but you don't want you don't, to read. I do, but um, you don't have to read because nothing in those two books. I mean, you know, they're not referencing what he's doing in the Green Lantern book in Justice League, and in the Green Lantern book, they're not saying, "Hey, you know, what's what happened last week in Justice League." Um, it just seems weird to me. I don't know. Because, it's you know, it's like, because you're on the outside. Yeah, that probably is it. Because, I mean, I know like in Fables, they had done the Jack of Fables spinoff. Mm-hmm, which which you didn't I read. absolutely didn't read because I wasn't a fan of Jack. And what about when they did that crossover? I know they did a crossover with Jack. Did you read the Jack issue? I don't believe I did. Hey, you're doing it already. You're just, you know. I don't know. But I think I'm like maybe. Like your insistence that you're not a Star Trek fan. <laughs> maybe I'm. it's that I'm intimidated by comics just i mean the the volume of it the the stories behind it there's well, a lot there but i think i think when you think of comics you're thinking of marvel and dc yeah generally speaking and there's a whole lot of other books you could be reading all the stuff that um you know terry moore does he's doing a series right now called rachel rising um it's probably gonna last 30 or 40 issues lind it's all by itself it's self-contained he did one called Echo that was 30 issues. He did uh, Strangers in Paradise, which I didn't really care for that. <laughs> um, but I mean, there's tons of stuff out there. Most comics, most comics are actually self-contained. Marvel and DC They're have, the ones a, who... have a universe construct. Okay. That's, you know, if you're into a huge universe that you can dive into, you want to read Marvel or DC. If you don't want to, you 
probably don't want to read Marvel or DC. You'd be reading Vertigo, or you'd be reading mm-hmm. IDW, or Image, or and I guess all that that's stuff. it. I, I, yeah, you're right. I've thought about it in the con, the, in in terms of DC and Marvel, because right. I'm and, like those are you know they are and, the staple comic, and the the well, a lot of com- real comic book stores would have all these things in them, or a lot of them. But I mean, <laughs> the one we have here, they only sell Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. So he says he doesn't sell enough of anything else. It's kind of a catch-22. Well, you're not going to sell any of it if you don't stock any of it. Right. You know, if you don't expose people to it, they're not going to buy it. Yeah, they won't know. So, anyway. Yeah, I still think that, you know, if you had decided to open a comic book shop or whatever, I would totally be there. Just even for the organizing thing. Because, you know, that's what drives me nuts about our local comic book shop is like nothing is organized you can't find anything he doesn't know what he has yeah i would be yeah. meticulous about that kind of stuff so what's latoya in a minute nothing you had it on, on screen no i was looking at people but there's not not been stuff that's been extremely interesting although what do they call that thing the basically extreme parenting you know where the child they have um the child breastfeed until the child feels like it's time they'd interviewed Alanis Morissette on the um, show this morning and you know I'm like she had said that yeah she she wasn't going to stop breastfeeding until her and the child were ready to like you know the child is 17 months at this point um and that there are others who are a bit even I guess a little more extreme in that they are practically attached to the child they don't go anywhere whatever and i'm like how is that ever deemed okay because if you're in that kind of setting where you're with the child 24 7 they're either going to well i mean i'm sure they'll resent you in the end but that child has to go on public sometime and interact with people and you know if that person's always attached to their mother how likely are they going to want to do these things but I don't know, I, I, I feel like it's smothering, um, you know, granted, I'm not a parent, but I mean, I can understand why you'd want to be with your child, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think that they're, you know, it's basically time to stop breastfeeding when the child can actually call it by name, you know, yeah. it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. No, I agree. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> all right i no, saw on yahoo today there's a huge hoopla over these two female soldiers that um were photographed breastfeeding in uniform and a lot of people are all upset why that it's not appropriate because to they're in uniform. uniform wait really are like, you serious yeah i just think it's to me that's just stupid i mean you have to if you have to breastfeed you have to breastfeed i mean that Regardless you should, of what you shouldn't you do it in Uncle Sam's uh, fatigues. Because what breastfeeding is disrespecting the U.S. or I mean, yeah, it's it, just not something you should you should be doing in your uniform. That yeah, no, that's just stupid. Yeah, that's I think really it's stupid, yeah. stupid. I think it's stupid. I mean, although I am one of the people who dislike when people want to breastfeed in public. I'm not a huge public breastfeeder person. It doesn't I really bother feel like me. it's like go to the restaurant. It doesn't room. bother me if I see somebody doing it. I mean, you know, it's kind of startles me because you don't see it very often. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa. You know, but, I mean, I don't have any problem with it. I mean, you know, if I were a woman, I probably wouldn't do it because I wouldn't want my boob just hanging out, you know. But, 
I know. I just because I'm not saying that they shouldn't yeah. breastfeed in public, but like public in the sense that they're going to go to the restroom and you know public restroom or something. Yeah. I just I don't. I don't know. Maybe I think. I mean, you know, if me. you want to do it in the middle of Target, I'm okay. Um, you know, that's just yeah. I mean, you know, I probably would not do it, but it's fine with me if you do it. I mean, I it's just you know whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. No. So I've been watching. Kay is me watching. So you think you can dance? <laughs> he watches all these, you know, like reality shows, and it's actually pretty good. I'm. I'm. Really wasn't into dancing shows at all because I never watched Dancing with the Stars or anything like that. But this one is actually quite good. I mean, what is it? Um, it's not John Nigel Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the executive producer. He's also one of the judges. And I looked at his Wikipedia entry yesterday um, that he was a dancer. I can't picture yep. that. I know. He was a dancer, and he was interested in, because um, he'd even worked with um, Sid Charisse and Gene Kelly. Um, he's choreographed for Ben Vereen and a couple of others, but he was interested in the like the shooting of it. That's why he got involved in terms of television. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did not realize that he was a dancer. Yeah. Because when he was saying different things, I was like, how does this producer guy know what he's talking about? It's like, what, what, you know, what credit does he have? So, yeah, I mean, but he, on the show, he just seems like a really nice guy, Um, which, you know, I guess maybe he is, but it, it, the show is good. Um, It's very similar in format to American Idol, which, of course, he was executive producer of until he left the show. I think it was... 08, mm-hmm. I think is when he left. But, you know, they give you the backstories of some of the people, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, it was fun. Just seeing the stuff that people can do with their bodies, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, just like you're touched when someone sings a song really well and you feel the emotion. It's equally so when you see someone dance and, mm-hmm. and you know, when they're doing it right, when it's actually good. So I'll, I think I'll continue to watch that with him, but mm, we're picking up extra shows, and I don't like when that happens. I watched a little bit of um, America's Got Talent off and on. Not, we're not sitting through a whole episode, yeah. usually, but mm-hmm. just because uh, Howard Stern's on it, so I flip over. And yeah, I still have not funny. seen anything, any yeah. of those episodes. You know, of course, I'm looking forward to X Factor coming on just to see. They're doing the uh, the talent auditions in the UK now. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, won't air until later. But. but I mean, that's the case with here, aren't they? They've started. I don't know. Yeah, I think they have started I don't the audition. What's here. going on here? Well, remember, you're the one who talked. <laughs> we talked about the whole Britney getting, you know, texting about the fact that there yeah. wasn't some. Yeah, they're auditioning here, so yeah. we'll see. I don't. I don't know if it'll be a show that I'm like, oh, I absolutely have to watch every week because that was the case last season. I didn't watch every week. I watched during the. Um, audition period. I picked the person who I thought would win, who happened to actually win, but that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really care to have to sit through all of it, but I don't know how many more music shows they're going to be doing because, you know, they there's duets. duets and, yeah. Which the only part of that I've watched is the video you sent me. Yeah, I've only, and even with that, I didn't even watch it. I was listening to it. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
As far, but as far as what's going on in people, in the world of people, there's not really been much that I've seen in the past few days that warrant, oh, sorry, warrant a discussion. So, mm. that's, that's about it. Okay. What? Yeah. I mean, part of that is finding stuff that I want to talk about. If I don't have anything I want to talk about, then I can't talk about it. Okay. Well, we're over an hour, so I guess we should start wrapping it up. Really? That's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we won't be recording a show next week. And then we may so, the next the week after that, depending yeah, we'll on our moods. That. Yeah. So uh, we'll see you sometime in June. This is Cracker out. Mocahannas out. <laughs> <laughs>